morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we entreat you. Give your people grace to turn away from evil and to follow you, the only God, in pureness of heart and mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading for the 17th Sunday of Pentecost is from 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verses 3 through 7. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And now I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Today we look at the opening of this very personal letter that St. Paul wrote to his protege, Timothy. It was tender, as Paul refers to Timothy as his beloved child. Now, that is not his biological father, but his father in the faith. It was personal, as Paul is writing in the interest of his great apostleship, in which Timothy had for years labored as this apostle's assistant. Now, this is the second letter Paul has sent to Timothy. The first letter is full of directions and instructions, which tell him how to proceed in the management of the churches. The second letter contains no such directions. Paul urges Timothy to labor on, even after the apostle's death, to the end of his own life. So in a real sense, this is Paul's last will and testament for Timothy. His great legacy for the rest of Timothy's life. In the shadow of death, Paul lays the work into Timothy's hands so that he might carry it forward as his worthy successor in the field where God shall place this beloved assistant of his. This is an encouragement for Timothy as he takes on the mantle of discipleship and leadership and the work of God's kingdom, seeking and saving the lost, sharing the good news of Jesus. Now maybe you've heard the old saw. There are many things in life that will catch your eye but only a few will catch your heart. Pursue those. Now for Paul, he wants Timothy to continue to pursue the faith that has been seeded and is blossoming in his heart. 
He wants Timothy to continue to minister the gospel to people who have great need for it. He wants Timothy to be confident that this is God's calling for him and for the churches he serves. In the book, Lessons from the Top, the authors say this, No trait is more noticeable in leaders than the passion they share for their people and their companies. Quite simply, they love what they do. Even while imprisoned, even while facing possible execution, Paul loves what he does. He says in another one of his letters, Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Paul loves Timothy and wants to encourage him for the road ahead. And for this, Paul encourages Timothy and you and me to make some important connections. You know, everyone wants to be connected to something. So many are plugging their lives into empty and dead wall sockets. Paul knew that the spiritual life pulsating in him was a gift from God alone. It was not something he could muster up. It was not a personal character trait. It was not something for which he could work. The spiritual blessing that he had was solely from God as gift. He wanted Timothy and you and me to share in it. Paul was an apostle of Jesus by the will of God according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, so we hear in the first verse. Paul had experienced God's grace, mercy, and peace. All those graces were like fuel cells powering the passion for his life's work. God connects us. He connects you and me to himself by word and sacrament, fueling our faith and kindling the passion to stay connected to our gracious and merciful God. Now, in another letter, Paul reminds us, let a person examine himself. Now, while that context in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 is about a proper approach to the communion table, it echoes here that we must have a fitting connection with ourselves. That is to say, an honest examination of the condition of our faith. In our gospel lesson, Jesus says to the disciples, temptations to sin are sure to come. Pay attention to yourselves. Timothy had been raised in a Christian home. His mother and grandmother had laid a solid foundation in his life, a sincere faith, as they read and spoke the word to him. And Paul missed seeing Timothy and prayed constantly day and night for him. But Timothy was purported to be sort of diffident, timid. Paul was encouraging him that God was working everything out to the good for those who love him. So Paul was reminding Timothy also of what the Old Testament prophet Habakkuk preached. The righteous shall live by his faith. Now, Timothy didn't know fully what the road ahead held. We don't know fully what the road ahead is for us as individuals, as families, as God's people gathered here at Redeemer. But we know that we walk together living the resurrected life by faith and not by sight. The faith by which we walk, as did Paul, rests on the rock of ages. Unseen, it holds Christ and salvation and soon 
these shall be fully seen. And so we properly connect to ourselves by honest self-examination, by walking wet in our baptisms through sincere confession and absolution, and through gaining strength for our faith in the gift that is Holy Communion, in the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus. We properly connect ourselves, or to ourselves, when we let God's Word speak to our experiences and situations, and not the other way around. But then Paul ratches up a little bit the exhortation. He says, for this reason, for all that stuff we've been talking about, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Now the grammar here in the original Greek may be better said this way. Keep fanning into live flame the charisma of God. You see, Timothy had grown slack in his duties, and as Paul faced execution, Christians under the Roman Empire at that time surely faced serious persecution. Timothy and the people he was called to serve were feeling some of the brunt of that persecution. So Paul is encouraging Timothy and you and me to fan this live flame because others needed, others now need, to be connected to our Heavenly Father through the gospel of His Son, Jesus. And beloved, in case you are wondering, this flame has been given to you as well. In your baptism, God put faith into your heart and sealed you with His Holy Spirit. As you grapple with His Word, as you share in the life of the body of Christ, as you partake in His Holy Sacraments, your fire remains kindled and, yes, even grows. The fact is, each of you have gifts and talents that can help you connect with others and connect those others to the love of God in Christ Jesus. When Paul first penned this letter, it was time for Timothy to be fired up. Now, it is our time to be fired up. Fired up for the gospel of Jesus to, pre to prevail in our lives, to prevail in the lives of our families and to prevail in the lives of those God puts in our path. Therefore, Paul opines, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, but share in the suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling. Although Paul may be speaking primarily about the pastoral office that he and Timothy shared, his reference to, quote, a holy calling applies to all who live by faith in Christ. A Christian's daily work is indeed a holy calling and a priestly work because of God's gift of faith. So Paul was not ashamed of the gospel. Maybe you can hear the echoes of his letter to the Romans here. Where in the first chapter of that book, verses 16 and 17, he said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for the salvation to everyone who believes. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Now the gospel may be foolishness to the world, but we know, beloved, that it has life-giving power, eternal life-giving power. 
beloved, God connects to us in Christ Jesus and sets our hearts on fire. What is your passion? Are you ready to find your connection in God's work here at Redeemer as we look to make a real difference for people, giving them help, hope, and home in the body of Christ? Success is not the result of spontaneous combustion. God has set the fire in you. So let us keep fanning into live flame the charisma of God which is in you, that God would light the fire of the gospel in the hearts of all those with whom we share the love of Jesus. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Lord of creation, whose glory is around and within us, open our eyes to your wonders, that we may serve you with reverence and know your peace at our lives' end. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.